first, so we're going to have a conversation with the leader of the Alberta Party. Barry Morishita is uh, the leader of the Alberta Party. used to be with uh, Municipalities Association, uh, was the mayor of Brooks, uh, recently ran in the by-election against Danielle Smith. Um, party didn't do, I mean, did, relatively speaking, for the Alberta Party, they got 18% in that vote um, in the current polling out of the Calgary that we just uh, were talking about this morning, the CBC polling done by Janet Brown. Uh, Alberta Party is at 3%. So um, not taking over in a big way yet. But let's find out how uh, Barry Morishita feels about things as we're about six or seven weeks out from voting day now. Uh, Barry, thanks for joining us. Always appreciate your time, sir. Uh, thanks for having me, Shay. Appreciate it. Um, I just want to go, you announced earlier, I guess it was last week, you uh, sent an e- email to Dave Cornway saying that you would be running in Brooks again. Now, that is your home riding, so I understand that, but um, you ran in that riding in the by-election just in the fall, finished third, came in behind the Premier and the NDP candidate, had less than 20%. It was 18% of the vote you captured. Um, are you expecting a different result this time around, six months later, Barry? Well, uh, you know, we, we know running against the premier is a long shot. Uh, you know that that goes without saying. But we, you know, we did look at the environment around us, and one of the things that's really important for the Alberta Party, and one of the things I think we have to do to fix what's going on in Alberta politics, is that we have to have members uh, that represent their communities. That MLAs uh, are allowed to do that, and they come from and know their communities well, and. It's pretty hypocritical of me to go parachute myself into a riding like Rajan Sani in Northwest or even the Premier in Medicine Hat and, and then be able to say that's a principle we stand on. I think those are important things uh, to do. The right thing is the, is the best thing, and that's where we landed, and so we'll fight a good fight and see what happens. I agree with you. Admirable. Um, definitely um, the right thing to do. However, uh, the right thing to do and the politically expedient thing to do are not always the same thing, which is why Daniel Smith ran in your riding and why we saw Roger and Sonny switch ridings. Um, I'm wondering if you, as the leader of this party that's trying to make some ground, trying to get traction in this province, is at all concerned that you're running in a riding where you were not competitive? just six months ago, and the expectation is it's going to be very similar this time around. Are you seen as a viable option in that riding, and then, by extension, as leader in the province? I mean, is the Alberta Party something, is it worth voting for? Do you have a chance to win, or are you conceding that that's not what you're about? Now, that's, that's a, you know, that's a good way to look at it, and I think that's what we have to switch, shape. The fact is, is that we do have some great candidates. Um, we have Carrie Cundell in Calgary Elbow. We have Sue Timmonson in Sherwood Park, who would be great MLAs. And the one thing about the party is, is that the party is built up of those MLAs. If we continue down the road of political expediency and we continue to kind of basically like, you know, without, without kind of compromising every principle we stand on, this is only going to get worse. You know, the last two elections have been fought on fear, fear that the other guy gets in, it'll be a disaster, fear that the other person doesn't know the other party, whether it's the NDP, the ESP, know what they're doing, they're going to wreck everything for us. I mean, what a poor way to discuss the future of a great province like Alberta. And if someone, if one group of, of candidates doesn't uphold that, who will? Um, the Alberta Party is going to do that. We think we have great chances in a couple of ridings. Uh, maybe may, and better even than mine for sure, and we'll work hard to make sure that becomes a reality. But um, we can't compromise along that way. We just end up where they are, which is completely compromised. You know, spending ten million dollars of tax money to to 
toot your horn pre-election. I mean, it's disgusting, really, when you think about it. Um, what are you targeting? Like, what would be a successful uh, election 2023 for the Alberta Party? You know, uh, presence in the legislature, if we can win a seat or two, uh, who knows what's going to happen with the balance of power uh, in this province, and we can hold either party accountable uh, because of the of our approach. You know, we, we don't think bad ideas come uh, for the, you know, sorry, good ideas only come from one source. You know, we appreciate um, some of the NDP policy. We appreciate some of the UCP policy. And uh, ideally, that would be great if the Alberta Party had a seat or two in the legislature and uh, could actually push us towards a more uh, moderate, kind of forward-looking government legislation instead of constantly fighting in there and It'd be nice to see a, a, a different way of doing governing, that's for sure. Um, Daniel Smith has said uh, in her uh, uh, viewpoint, the debates for this campaign will be between her and Rachel Notley, and that's it. Now, I, I don't know if that's official. I don't know if that's set in stone, and we know sometimes uh, what she says at one point changes at another point. But right now, you're not invited. Should you be, Barry? I mean, can you make a reasonable case that the Alberta Party should be on the stage for the debates in this campaign? Well, you know, I, I think you can always make a reasonable case for more uh, voices to be heard. I, I, I get the rules, you know, we, we don't have a seat in the legislature, yeah. that's where we stand. But uh, I, I think if the two party leaders, to be quite honest, were open to new ideas and actually wanted to debate the ideas that will move the province forward, they would consider inviting other party leaders to the debate. But the fact remains, neither of them are interested in that. They're only interested in the seat. They're only interested in being premier. Uh, everything else is secondary. And that, unfortunately, is not good for Alberta. I wanted to ask you a bit about that and the tone of this campaign so far. And I've watched it, obviously. And, you know, we do get the odd policy announcement or whatever. But the, the majority of it seems to me, and this is coming from the NDP, just as much, if not more, than it is from the UCP. It's villainizing the opponent. You can't make a policy statement without contrasting it to how horrible the other party would be and how what a disaster it would be. I mean, it's it's not so much about this is what we'll do. It's about this is what the other guy's going to do. And boy, wouldn't that be horrible. What's the Alberta Party approach to campaigning? And um, like you say, the principles, the values, the standards, where do they fit in with how you conduct the campaign? So, so we just don't allow, uh, first of all, we don't allow vilification. We don't, personal attacks are off limits. They're just not allowed. Um, our policy is uh, clear on uh, the uh, initiatives we want to do, the directions we want to go. We are fine. We're going to be critical of statements made or poor decision-making or poor spending decisions or lack of progress. We're going to be critical of those, but we're also always going to lay out uh, a path forward. Like I said to you before, we don't believe the world comes to a complete halt over the next four years. Will it be better or worse, depending on who you elect? Absolutely. But the fact is, is that we can't, we can't continue. This is only going to get worse. It was, it was bad in 2015. You know, it's, it's, it was pretty bad in 2019, worse than 2015. And I think you're right, Shay. I think this is going to be worse. The ads that both of them it are will. running just speak to the end of the world happening yeah. if the other one wins. When, have we, when are we going to have a decent conversation? And the fact remains, unfortunately, is that I think the majority of Albertans side with the policy and the approach of the Alberta Party, but they are so captivated by the campaign of fear when you're spending millions and millions and millions of dollars on media, uh, we clearly see that that affects the outcome. And it's unfortunate, you know, 
Um, we're not getting the government we deserve. We're getting the government that people are paying for through uh, slick advertising, marketing, taking uh, advantage of people's uh, emotions on these issues. And unfortunately, that's not going to make Alberta move forward. And unfortunately, and and you know this, uh, I think it really diminishes the Alberta Party's chances because I think we get to a point where we're we're operating from fear and from opposition. So I think there's a lot of Albertans who walk into the polling place and think, you know what, I I, I might want to vote for the Alberta Party, but if I do, uh, that means the NDP is going to win or the UCP is going to win, and I can't have that. So they cast their vote against whichever party it is they're fearful of or don't like, which means you get left out in the cold. How do you overcome that, Barry? We have to be the example, Shay. You know, the fact that we're running in the ridings we live in, the fact that we're not going to personally attack, I mean... You know, uh, it would be wonderful if a lightning bolt struck <laughs> on May 29th and everybody said, oh, I should actually vote for the people that are repre- that will represent me the best in the legislature instead of that attitude that I'm so afraid of them, I'm going to vote against it. Uh, that's what we need people to do. We, You know, I've had hundreds and thousands of conversations in the last year, and everyone always ends up the same way. You know, those are great ideas. That's how we should be doing it. And then somewhere, like you said, between those that thinking and voting, uh, their emotions take over and they get afraid. And that means that the other campaign was effective. But Albertans, if they want better government, have to vote for better government. They've got to vote for the people they think will do the job the way they would do the job. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to stick with that because if, if no one does, it just gets worse. And the Alberta Party is here. The reason I'm here is to make it better. The reason the candidates that have stepped up and, and are running, um, they want to make it better. And this is the only way to do it. You, you, you cannot compromise on those principles or you just might as well run for the UCP or the NDP and, and try to take your seat but uh, not very useful for Alberta. And obviously for the Alberta Party, this is a a long-term project. And like you say, a presence in the legislature, a seat or two would be seen as a victory. Um, How how long are you around for this project to get off the ground and build momentum? Is uh, If if that doesn't happen uh, at the end of May, um, does Barry Morishita stay on as Alberta Party leader, or is this sort of your shot? Well, you know, I I think it does depend on what the outcome is. And... uh, you know, um, I got into this for the right reasons. I, there was a big frustration with municipalities not being partnered, um, communities not being partnered with the provincial government, and we had to change that, um, and we, we haven't yet, um, but we continue to go down that road. There's so much potential mm-hmm. on Alberta if Albertans were part of the conversation. Um, I think, yeah, it depends what happens with the election. Uh, it depends what the party wants um, and, and and where we see a future. Um there's a lot to consider. I can guarantee you that uh, regardless of the outcome, um, uh, if I lose uh, the election, my seat in the election here in Brooks Medicine Hat, I won't be standing up and resigning that night. We'll do like we do everything else. We'll be thoughtful about it. We'll consult with the people around us and uh, the people that are part of this, my family, and then we'll make uh, hopefully a good decision that will make things better. And uh, that's that's why we're here. That's why I'm here. And uh, I'm not going to deviate from that path. Hey, one question before I let you go, Barry. And as always, I appreciate your time. Um, Premier Smith said this weekend that the reason she spoke to Arthur Podolsky because he was the leader of the Independence Party at the time. Has she ever spoken to you? Has she ever called you as as the leader of a, a political party in Alberta? No, she hasn't. And <laughs> she, I mean, like, it's amazing what she'll say in public about that stuff. Like, 
you know, the phone call is the phone call. Be, yeah. be, be Ralph Klein. You said you were going to be. Apologize when you make a mistake, move forward, say you're going to do better. But quit denying. Quit denying it. Quit spinning a story. I mean, it, it's like, it's comical, but sad. Uh, that we have uh, a politics playing out like this in the province. And unfortunately, it's happening a lot in the Western world where you can just say what you want and then move on the next day. And um, I, I hope Albertans consider those things, that um, commitment and character matter and uh, that you have really good opportunities in some ridings to vote for people who matter. And I don't care what strike they're carrying, um, but if you examine people running for MLA that are committed to those things, then I encourage you to vote for them. But to blindly follow because you're afraid, uh, I hope we take a different tack this time around, and I hope it's the beginning of, of better governance going forward. Uh, Mr. Morishita, as always, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time today.